0: or online edition, you will see the link to Read ACIMOE. On that same drop-down menu, there is a link to subscribe to an excellent daily email sent to you by the Course in Miracles Society, which contains both the workbook lesson and the text reading for the day. My name is Lemoyne Castle, and this call happens for and with you <laughs> every weekday morning, Monday through Friday, from about 9:15 to about 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Today we're continuing our reading in Chapter 14, bringing illusions to truth with Section Five: the recognition. Of holiness. And top of the hour, we'll pause for remembrance of our lesson for the day. Lesson 159 I give the miracles I have received. So um, I think before we get started today, I'd like—I uh, would like—I need to
1: <laughs>
0: need to—I I would like to take just a just to say, a, let's go with a moment, a minute and a half of silence, where we just uh, hold the thought or follow the thought. That uh, is behind the review of the set of lessons we're in, which is, I want to get it correct here, sorry for the delay, that thought is, God is but love, and therefore, so am I. So let's take a minute and a half with this. God is above, and therefore, so am I. Some what may, God is but love, and therefore so am I. Thanks for being here. Um, this, this morning, I have with us and reading, I have Fran, Donna, Robin Marie, and Harrison. With us and listening, I have Sheila, Chris, and Judy. Is there anyone who's joined the call who would like to say good morning and uh read? Join the reading list. Say hi.
2: Good morning, Lemoyne. It's Karen and I can read.
0: Thank you, Karen. Anyone else? Okay. Well. I'll say it again, right there on the top of that page. Good morning, everyone. (laughs) I'll get it started then. In uh, chapter 14, Bringing Illusion to Truth, section 5, the recognition of holiness. The atonement does not make holy, you were created holy. It merely brings unholiness to holiness or what you made to what you are. The bringing together of truth and illusion of the ego to God is the Holy Spirit's only function. Keep not your making from your Father for hiding it has cost you knowledge of Him and of yourself. The knowledge is safe But wherein is your safety apart from it? The making of time to take the place of timelessness lay in the decision to be not as you were. Thus, truth was made past and the present was dedicated to illusion. And the past too was changed and interposed between what always was and now. The past, which you remember, never was and represents only the denial of what always was. Friend
3: Chapter 14, Bringing Truth to Illusion, Section 5, The Recognition of Holiness, Paragraph 38. The Atonement does not make holy. You were created holy. It merely brings unholiness to holiness or what you made to what you are. The bringing together of truth and illusion of the ego to God is the Holy Spirit's only function. Keep not your making from your Father, for hiding it has cost you knowledge of him and of yourselves. The knowledge is safe, but wherein your safety apart from it? The making of time to take the place of timelessness lay in the decision to be not as you were. Thus truth was made past and the present was dedicated to illusion. And the past too was changed and interposed between what always was and now. The past which you remember never was and represents only the denial of what always was. 39. Bringing the ego to God is but to bring error to truth where it stands corrected because it is the opposite of what it meets and is undone because the contradiction can no longer stand how long can contradiction stand when it's impossible nature is clearly revealed what disappears in light is not attacked it merely vanishes because it is not true different realities are meaningless for reality must be one it cannot change with time or mood or chance Its changelessness is what makes it real this cannot be undone undoing is for unreality and this reality will do for you
0: thank you friend and donna
1: okay
4: <laughs> 39 Bringing ego to God is but to bring error to truth, where it stands corrected because it is the opposite of what it meets and is undone because the contradiction can no longer stand. How long can contradiction stand when its impossible nature is clearly revealed? What disappears in light is not attacked. It merely vanishes because it is not true. Different realities are meaningless, for reality must be one. It cannot change with time or mood or chance. Its changelessness is what makes it real. This cannot be undone. Undoing is for the for unreality, and this reality will do nothing. For you, 40. Merely by being what is, merely by being what it is, does truth release you from being, release you from everything that it is not. The atonement is so gentle, you need but whisper to it, and all its power will rush to your assistance and support. You are not frail with God beside you, yet without him you are nothing. The atonement offers you God, the gift which you refused is held by him in you. His spirit holds it there for you. God has not left his altar, though his worshiper placed other gods upon it. The temple still is holy, for the presence that dwells within it is holiness.
0: Thank you, Donna. And Robin Marie.
5: Forty. Nearly by being what it is, does truth release you from everything that it is not. The atonement is so gentle, you need but whisper to it. And all its power will rush to your assistance and support. You are not frail with God beside you. Yet without him, you are nothing. The atonement offers you God. The gift which you refuse is held by him in you. His spirit holds it there for you. God has not left his altar, though his worshiper placed other gods upon it. The temple still is holy, for the presence that dwells within it is holiness. 41. In the temple, holiness waits quietly for the return of them that love it. The presence knows they will return to purity and to grace. The graciousness of God will take them gently in and cover all their sense of pain and loss with the immortal assurance of their Father's love. There, fear of death will be replaced with joy of living, for God is life, and they abide in life. Life is as holy as the holiness by which it was created. The presence of holiness lives in everything that lives for holiness created life and leaves not what it created holy as itself
0: Thank you Robin Murray and Harrison 41
1: In the temple, holiness waits quietly for the return of them that love it. The presence knows they will return to purity and to grace. Excuse me. The graciousness of God will take them gently in and cover all their sense of pain and loss with the immortal assurance of their father's love. Their fear of death will be replaced with joy of living for God is life and they abide in life. Life is as holy as the holiness by which it was created. The presence of holiness lives in everything that lives. For holiness created life and leaves not what it created holy as itself. In this world, you can become a spotless mirror in which the holiness of your creator shines forth from you to all around you. You can reflect heaven here yet no reflections of the images of other gods must dim the mirror that would hold God's reflection in it. Earth can reflect heaven or hell, God or the ego. You need to the mirror and clear of all the images of hidden darkness you have drawn upon it. God will shine upon it of himself. Only the clear reflection of himself can be perceived upon it. Reflections are seen in light. In darkness, they are obscure, and their meaning seems to lie only in shifting interpretations rather than in themselves.
0: Thank you, Harrison.
2: And Karen. 42. In this world, you can become a spotless mirror in which the holiness of your creator shines forth from you to all around you. You can reflect heaven here, yet no reflections of the images of other gods must dim the mirror that would hold God's reflection in it. Earth can reflect heaven or hell, God or the ego. You need but leave the mirror clean and clear of all the images of hidden darkness you have drawn upon it. God will shine upon it of himself, only the clear reflection of himself can be perceived upon it. Reflections are seen in light. In darkness they are obscure and their meaning seems to lie only in shifting interpretations rather than in themselves. 43. The reflection of God needs no interpretation. It is clear, clean, but the mirror and the message which shine forth From what the mirror holds out for everyone to see, no one can fail to understand. It is the message that the Holy Spirit is holding to the mirror that is in him. He recognizes it because he has been taught his need for it, but knows not where to look to find it. Let him then see, let him let him then see it in you and share it with you.
0: Thank you, Karen. And is there a new reader for forty three and forty four? New reader for forty. You want to do it, Judy?
6: Yes, please. Thank you, LeMoyne. Okay. 43. The reflection of God needs no interpretation. It is clear. Clean, but the mirror and the message which shines forth from what the mirror holds out for everyone to see, no one can fail to understand. It is the message that the Holy Spirit is holding to the mirror that is in him. He recognizes it because he has been taught his need for it but knows not where to look to find it. Let him then see it in you and share it with you. Could you but realize that For a single instant, the power of healing that the reflection of God shining in you can bring to all the world, you could not wait to make the mirror of your mind clean to receive the image of the holiness that heals the world, the image of holiness which shines in your mind, is not obscure and will not change. Its meaning to those who look upon it is not obscure, for everyone perceives it as the same. All bring their different problems to its healing light, but all their problems are met only with healing there.
0: Thank you, Judy. And is there another new reader for 44 and 45? Another new reader? Sorry, I'd be on there. Okay, Uh, back to you, friend. 44. Could
3: you but realize for a single instant the power of healing that the reflection of God shining in you can bring to all the world? You could not wait to make the mirror of your mind clean to receive the image of the holiness that heals the world. The image of holiness which shines in your mind is not obscure and will not change. Its meaning to those who look upon it is not obscure, for everyone perceives it as the same. All bring their different problems to its healing light, but all their problems are met only with healing there. 45. The response of holiness to any form of error is always the same. There is no contradiction in what holiness calls forth. Its one response is healing, without regard for what is brought to it. Those who have learned to offer only healing because of the reflection of holiness in them are ready at last for heaven. There, holiness is not a reflection, but rather the actual condition of what was but reflected to them here. God is no image, and his creations, as part of him, hold him in them in truth. They do not merely reflect truth, for they are truth.
0: thank you Fran and Donna to conclude with 45
4: 45 the response of holiness to any form of error is always the same there is no contradiction in what holiness calls for it's one response is healing without regard for what is brought to it those who have learned to offer only healing because of the reflection of holiness in them are ready at last for heaven. Their holiness is not a reflection, but rather the actual condition of what was but reflected to them here. God is no image, and His creations, as part of Him, hold Him in them in truth. They do not merely reflect truth, for they are truth.
0: Thank you, Donna. Well, this is a potent section, and, uh, I think... You know, but the this this is a nice long long form, for, not that long, but uh, a longer description than accept the atonement for yourself as your only task, and uh, it points to the simplicity of salvation, just accepting what is true. So, let me go ahead and review it. Um, try not to take too long. Okay. Section 5, the recognition of holiness. Atonement does not make holy. You were created holy. The making of time to take the place of timelessness lay in the decision to be not as you... Were and are. Thus, truth was made past, and the present was dedicated to illusion, and the past too was changed and interposed between what always was and now. The past which you remember never was and represents only the denial of what always was. What disappears in light is not attacked. It merely vanishes because it is not true. Reality must be one. It cannot change with time or mood or chance. It's changelessness is what makes it real. This cannot be undone. Undoing is for unreality. And this reality will do for you. Merely by being what it is does truth release you from everything that it is Try do this again. Merely by being what it is does truth release you from everything that it is not. The atonement is so gentle you need but whisper to it and all its power will rush to your assistance and support. You are not frail with God beside you. The atonement offers you God. His spirit holds the gift you refuse right there for you. God has not left his altar, though his worshiper placed other gods upon it. The temple is still holy, for the presence that dwells within it is holiness. In the temple, holiness waits quietly for the return of them that love it. The presence knows they will return to purity and to grace. There, fear of death will be replaced with joy of living. For God is life, and they abide in life. Life is as holy as the holiness by which it was created. The presence of holiness lives in everything that lives. For holiness created life and leaves not what it created, holy as itself. In this world, you can become a spotless mirror in which the holiness of your creator shines forth from you to all around you. You can reflect heaven here. Earth can reflect heaven or hell God or the ego you need but leave the mirror clean and clear of all the hidden of all the images of hidden darkness you have drawn upon it God will shine upon it of himself reflections are seen in light in darkness their meaning seems to lie only in shifting interpretation rather than in themselves The reflection of God needs no interpretation. It is clear. It it is the message that the Holy Spirit is holding to the mirror that is in him. He recognizes it because he has been taught his need for it, but knows not where to look to find it. Let him then see it in you, and share it with you. Could you but realize for a single instant the power of healing that the reflection of God shining in you can bring to all the world, you could not wait to make the mirror of your mind clean to receive the image of the holiness that heals the world. The image of holiness, which shines in your mind, is not obscure and will not change. All bring their different problems to its healing light, but all their problems are met only with healing there. The response to holiness, to any form of error, is always the same. There is no contradiction in what holiness calls forth. Its one response is healing, without regard for what is brought to it. Those who have learned to offer only healing because of the reflection of holiness in them are ready at last for heaven. There, holiness is not a reflection, but the actual condition of what was but reflected to them here. God is no image, and his creations as part of him him in them in truth. They do not merely reflect truth, for they are truth. That's where we are. Thank you for your patience. There's some time before the top of the hour. The floor is open. Thanks for that. Thank you. Thank
2: you, Samoyne. That was great. Great recap.
7: Hi, this is Yogi Chris I just want to share how much I appreciate the reading and the reminder um, yeah as I as I practice practice the course I love its mind training first of all and the ability to choose um, and the stepping back that occurs and, and the results after making that shift that happens. And the more and more I see all that, the more and more I wanna stay in the present and feel what I'm feeling that feels so good. And sometimes I, as I was practicing, I used to be presented with fear, doubt, insecurity, uh, both within and without. But however, I, as I did the lessons, and I did the practice, it became easier and easier to stay in that loving accepting space and just bring that to whatever presents itself, instead of being identified with the reactions and the fear, doubt, and when someone shares it, here it comes within me. Not so much, and I've I've done the part of, okay, I'm not gonna be with people like that in a sense, Uh, but wait a minute, aren't they, aren't my brothers and sisters, there's no they by the way, out there, uh, reflecting back what needs healing within me, and i could I could uh, use that mirror that the course talks about in service to undoing and remaining in that altar of God, and wait a minute, don't I have to. Care for my brothers and sisters? And the Holy Spirit said, no, I don't want you to care for them. They're, it's their responsibility to care for themselves. I just want you to be an example, a demonstrator, and care about them. The Holy Spirit says, you hear the difference? Care for versus care about. Um, so it's, it's nice to be in that space of just being aware, just being accepting and loving to whatever comes up to be undone and staying there more and more and not be pushed around from the ego both within and without it's 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 very freeing um and I've been blessed by the mind discipline mind training and the forgiving tools that I've been presented I'm complete
3: thank you Chris. Yeah, thank you.
0: Thanks,
6: Chris. Hi, guys. Good morning. It's Jude. I have, um... just love the metaphors used in the text today about mirrors and, um... in reference to the mind, the mind of God, and everything being a reflection of his... of his mind. And, um... The word beside was, was jumping out at me today, and and knowing, um, you know, that if I if I'm thinking I'm beside God, or second to, or outside of it, or you know that there is something that it's not God, that it's not me, um, I'm still in that separated state. i have still got a split mind going, something you said Chris about there's no they out there, there's no other than than God, that we're we're all in this form, in perception, an expression or a manifestation or a quote unquote reflection. But that in heaven and this is what the course is teaching me, that I'm in heaven all the time, that I can acknowledge and accept that unified presence that's within me and without me. There is no within or without. That it's everywhere, all the time, already. It's not something I have to look for, achieve, or become. It is what I am. And this singularly is the most important thing. The Course is trying to teach me to know myself, to know myself in holy relation relationship. In the triunal explanation, God the Father, His Son, all of creation, and the Holy Spirit, the communication link between all of it. God the Father, pure, radiant, light mind that's projecting everything onto the screen of perception, everything that I see, including Judy that's looking in the mirror saying, who are you this morning? (laughs) God, are you in there? (laughs) God's the project, God's the light, and we're the projectors, actually, because the body's eyes think it sees what is real, and it's it's just a limited, fragmented, fractional part, which the Course keeps trying to explain to us, but that we're not limited to that, and not be made afraid by false beliefs that we are only that. You know that anything that comes up in the reflection, you know, it's a it's something spontaneous, an instant, and it passes. It's temporal. It's not permanent or immortal or changeless. As we are, we are the witnesses, the beholder of all that we can all that we can see. We are the knower of everything that we can see. The, the creators of all that we can see, and nothing nothing has power over us, nothing that we see, nothing that we think. But the idea of thinking is really, you know, that I, the Course teaches us that nothing in the world that the world teaches us is true, not one single belief. It's true because truth is true always, already, forever, future, and past. It doesn't change. It's always present. So anything, any thought whatsoever is just a little bubble, of a fragment. And any thought in and of itself is not true. By itself is not true. Anything that word, a word can say and the simplicity of understanding that what we are is beyond words, beyond concepts, beyond images. And we come to this by the end of the book, where it speaks of, this is the end of concepts. This is why we cannot judge, because you can't judge totality, the totality of what we are, our reality of being everything, by mere words. By mere thoughts, they simply just aren't enough. They don't quite cover it. <laughs> I love this book, and I love the way it just empties me of of any arrogance of thinking that i can I can describe it, name it, form it, grasp it, hold it, own it. Um, it is it all merely is it's the most wonderful, mysterious. And non mysterious thing, too. It merely is what it is. Every instantaneous, spontaneous moment of it becoming itself. Look quick, don't blink. (laughs) Oh, I have a joyful day, guys.
3: Thank you.
1: Thank you, Judy.
5: Thank you for your happy laughter. Thank you for sharing.
0: Well, um, yeah, thank you, Judy. I believe I heard you say words are not enough. Well, that <laughs> That's striking me as... Something I gained actually right at the beginning of this call from France, you know, said, um I can take action. And uh, it's a lot, it's a lot freer and pretty easy if I forgive. Just leave aside the judgment and take action towards truth. That's all, all I need to, okay, Just to shine it, express it. Help one right now okay um so can i turn it over to you now friends and leave us the reflection of the lesson
3: sure sure thank you hi everybody we are still in the first part of the workbook and today we are in lesson 159 i give the miracles i have received So I shall read some from the lesson, and then we'll do our uh, five-minute practice on the lesson. Okay. I give the miracles I have received. No one can give what he has not received. To give a thing requires first you have it in your own possession. Here the laws of heaven and the world agree, but here they also separate. The world believes that to possess a thing, you must keep it. It must be kept Salvation teaches otherwise. To give is how to recognize you have received it is the proof that what you have is yours. You understand that you are healed when you give healing. You accept forgiveness as accomplished in yourself when you forgive. Christ's vision is a miracle. It comes from far beyond itself, but it reflects eternal love. And the rebirth of love, which never died, but has been kept obscure. Christ's vision is the miracle in which all miracles are born. It is their source, remaining with each miracle you give, and yet remaining yours. Christ holds no sin in anyone, and in His sight, the sinless are as one. Christ's vision is the bridge between the worlds, and in His power. Can you safely trust to carry you from this world into one made holy by forgiveness? Things which seem quite solid here are merely shadows there. This is the Holy Spirit's single gift, the treasure house to which you can appeal with perfect certainty for everything that can contribute to your happiness. Here the door is never locked and no one is denied his least request or his most urgent, need here does the world remember what was lost when it was made for here it is repaired made new again but in a different light no one will be turned away from this new home where his salvation waits christ's vision is the holy ground in which the lilies of forgiveness set their roots this is their home Take from his storehouse that its treasures may increase. His lilies do not leave their home when they are carried back into the world. Their roots remain. They do not leave their source. Behold the store of miracles set out for you to give. Are you not worth the gift when God appointed it be given you? Christ has dreamed the dream of a foreign world. It is his gift whereby a sweet transition can be made from death to life, from hopelessness to hope. Let us an instant dream with him. His dream awakens us to truth. His vision gives the means for a return to our unlost and everlasting sanctity in God. So we will do our five-minute practice now. Lesson 159. I give the miracles I have received. You understand that you are healed when you give healing. You accept forgiveness as accomplished in yourself when you forgive. Lesson 159, I give the miracles I have received. Amen. Amen.
6: Thank you, Fran.
1: Amen. Thank you, friend.
5: Thank you, guys.
6: I just love the elegant simplicity of knowing that, there, that God is in everything and that everything is a gift from God, all of life, all of creation. Everything is a gift from God, is love. God is love. Everything is an expression of love, the love of God. And to receive that, just to receive that as an understanding and hold that as my truth makes me feel the peace within that I can oppose nothing being God as himself. I love what is. I'm okay with what is, whatever it is, because it's God. I'll be quiet now.
3: <laughs> oh, thanks for that.
4: This is Donna. From the lesson today I get, the Holy Spirit's gift is true happiness and heaven is hapifying. So I'm really looking forward to reaching that goal. (laughs) I am complete.
6: really been taken by the understanding today um, in meditation and contemplation of what forgiveness is. And to me, it's really accepting everything as God, as what it is, and um, letting go of my belief that I can judge any of it, because I can't understand the myriad, thousands of hundreds of thousands of things that happen, have happened, and will happen in order for it to be whole and complete. Amen. I am complete.
3: Oh, thanks for that.
0: And thank you for your shares. Sorry, I've been a little distracted. How are you? My son, who's been out kind of flapping in the breeze, um, texted me and wanted to reply (laughs) while he's in contact.
7: Hi, this is Yogi Chris. I just want to share briefly about this lesson and the importance of giving loving expressions as we receive them. And the most loving expression I could express is forgiveness. Because, of course, it removes the barriers within me but also to my brother and sister that is with me. That Christ's vision is the gift that's given to me when I give that fearful way of looking to be undone. And I ask, what's a more loving way of looking at my brother or sister. What I'm saying to God is, that is Christ's vision. What is a more loving way of looking? Isn't Christ the unconditional love within us that we, that's already there? All we need to do is remove its blocks through forgiveness and ask for it, that that's there. And as I bless, I'm blessed by that loving way of looking. My brother or sister is also blessed. And, ooh, I once looked through these darkened glasses, and I noticed that right now, right now. I'm going to release those that darkened way of looking for a more light-filled way. And God, send me your glasses, <laughs> your light glasses. Move away. Get out of the way, Gucci and, and Michael Kors. Here comes God's fashion glasses. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, so it's, it's, it's a, quite a gift. You know, it's, it's just a, a, a wonderful thing. Um, to use that opportunity for healing. And I love the unity of salvation as I'm saved. Uh, saved, Salvation isn't only for me. Um, I'm complete. Thank you.
8: Hi, I just want student to let you know that I'm here. This is Ida. Thank you.
0: Welcome, Ida.
3: Yeah,
1: welcome. Hi, I, I uh, thank oh. you, Chris. <coughs> I guess the miracles I have received. <laughs> I was trying to think of how this lesson and our reading and um, went together. 44 he says could you but realize for a single instant the power of healing that the reflection of God shining in you can bring to all the world you could not wait to make the mirror of your mind clean to receive the image of the holiness that heals the world. I possess within me the power of healing that can bring healing to all the world. And that's a miracle. And today's lesson reinforces that idea. I give the miracles I have received. In order to give the miracles, I must receive them, which means that I have to clear my mind of all of the debris. all of, of the erroneous beliefs. Uh, I think one writer long ago talked about our erroneous song. Can't remember it, not now. But those are the thoughts which interfere with the thoughts that I am constantly receiving from the Holy Spirit. Gently reminding me of who I am and of the miracles that I am constantly receiving. As far as Jesus God, the Holy Spirit, is concerned, the Are no barriers in me to the truth, to the miracles that they are sharing with me constantly, and the only barrier is the thought that I am separate from God. Or put another way, that I'm unworthy of receiving the gifts of God, the miracles of God. But if I just step back and let him lead the way, if I recognize who walks with me, if I accept that I walk with God in perfect holiness, regardless of my judgments about what I do or have done as a body. Those are the barriers, my judgments of myself and of my brothers and of the world. Those are the barriers and also completely within my control. I am responsible for what I see. I choose the feelings I express and everything that seems to happen to me. I'm the one that makes it happen. I choose it. And what Jesus is trying to tell me is that all it takes is a change of mind. Change your mind. To give is how to recognize I have. It is the proof that what I have is mine. I am healed when I give healing. I accept forgiveness as accomplished when I forgive. I recognize my brother as myself and thus do I perceive that I'm whole. It's truly within my control. I can be happy, a peace, and a source of joy, happiness to everyone I meet. But simply watching my life and myself. I complete.
3: Oh, thank you, Harrison. That was great. Thank you. Yes, it was. Thank you, hon.
6: Excellent. Thank you, Harrison.
7: Thanks, Harrison.
3: Oh.
4: This is Donna. <clears throat> when Le- Le- Lemoyne in- introduced five today, it said the word holiness. I thought, oh, wow, holy, holiness and then i thought then that's the first paragraph after hearing the first paragraph thinking holy holiness uh the human about the human condition reflecting on the past and then um i thought the idea of having to investigate what was what never was to see what really is. And I got this flash of the generations of the human race. I was reading in Genesis, there are a number of generations that just came like this, all human life from generation to generation is unreality being little by little undone by Individuals willing with God to let light into their stream of thought in their dream to ultimate awakening. In the paragraph, it says, uh, unholiness to holy, holiness, or a mistaken thought brought to holiness, and that you are made to you made uh, or what you made to what you are. So we made something in error. And now all we're doing is I'm doing that to to be aware of where we are. This is how I try to continue to walk. So we so in this dream the, the human condition made and further down lust, thus truth was made past so now we put truth in a past that never existed. So uh, I don't know, this, this is living thinking to clear my own mind. Uh, but the past uh, which we remember never was. So it's just so incredible that we are actually walking out of something that never was because we're already where we already are. <laughs> I am complete and I'm blessed by today's uh, get together.
8: Thank you, Donna. Um, this is Ida. Um, I'm Go ahead, I'm done. Oh, all well, right, honey, thank you. Um, I wanna share something that I shared a miracle that occurred with me yesterday i shared it on the earlier call so if you heard it before please excuse me um i was so distraught and upset and afraid um in the morning that i got suicidal and i had called agencies and things like that i had talked to a couple of neighbors and even one who said he was going to come over and be with me for a while but nobody had shown up and it was getting worse, and when I saw, after I talked to a neighbor that said he was going to but didn't, I saw another neighbor, a skinny black guy with the, a skinny black guy with a big dog, um, across the way, and I asked him, and, and he came over and, and talked with me, and I gave him a bite to eat, and uh you know, he said he'd come over later and all this stuff, and, um, I felt so much better. It was a miracle of community, and uh, that was a great miracle. So, thanks very much. I'm complete.
4: I just read somewhere that God meets every need and uh, it's wonderful to hear your testimony. I am complete. Thanks, John. That, That God meets every need?
8: Yes. Yes, yes, most definitely. I was homeless twice in the late 90s. All these different things have happened that I really didn't ask for, want, consciously, didn't plan, and... God I did always meet my every need for food and shelter. For you know, yeah, I was real anxious, but all my needs were met. And just for example, thank you, Uncle Fee. Thank you, Donna and
0: Ivan. You both.
3: Yeah, thank you both of you.
6: Really, um, just so carried away by the word holiness and wholeness, pretty much meaning the same thing, that I, um, the realization that I can, with realize when I inquire, when I inquire and honestly investigate the thoughts that that cause my suffering all come from a sense of lack and a sense of need and a sense of wanting something that I think, I'm merely thinking that I don't have or that I'm lacking or that I'm needing or wanting. And um, all of those kinds of thoughts for me that cause me to suffer are really separation from the knowledge that I am one with God who has given me everything so that this, this, in the text, how it speaks of, in order to recognize the truth, which is always, already, here and now, the truth of our wholeness and completion, that we are lacking nothing or need, in need of nothing. And it's only nothing that we think we need because everything outside of us cannot possibly complete us for we are already one. And the, um, in the text where it speaks about putting no gods on my altar before God because that's what I do when I slice and dice the totality of my reality. I take a piece out of it and say, I want this to be different. I don't have this. I want this. Or I have this and I don't want this. I want something to be different or other than what it is. Acceptance, complete and unconditional acceptance of what is the truth, which is always already here within me. And it, the courts teaches us: seek not outside yourself first. Look within, and ask: ask who's asking these questions, who's saying what demands, what what is demanded that I be happy. What it, what needs do I think I have, and who is the eye that's asking these? questions are making these demands. And, and, and that honest inquiry, the, the questions that the ego asks are always on behalf of its own insecurity, its own doubt, its own fear. And to separate that dreamer, the dreamer who thinks he's a body in the world, dreaming the dream and believing he is the dream. And stepping back, stepping aside from that, and questioning it honestly. On whose behalf do these thoughts of doubt and insecurity, of hatred, judgment, and condemnation arise? This is, for me, the honest inquiry of separating the true from the false. Because everything that comes from the ego's source is untrue and everything that comes from the source of where all miracles come from the source of Christ's vision it says in the lesson all Christ's vision is a miracle and it's my greatest need that I use the eyes of Christ in order to see anything truly in the world sorting out the true true source of perception through the body's eyes and recognizing it's all interpretation, that it's all distortion, that it's all fragment and and cemented in specific thoughts, specific concrete ideas, conceptualizations, in part in fragments of the totality of the whole, that I need to understand where the ego's thought system is rooted in. It's rooted in the body and the perceptions through the body. I could be a bumblebee with the, with the mind of God and say, you know, this is my reality. This little flying from flower to flower. But I don't know that a bumblebee says that. It just accepts itself. It's complete in the wholeness of God's completion. It doesn't question what it is this thing I am? It just knows it's a bubble So the partial and the, the the fragmenting of reality is what the ego does, and it and it's and it's not whole and complete. And to open the mind and the heart, and not to hold any thought, worldly thought that I've learned from the past, the I don't know empty mind, truth reveals itself to itself. Because wisdom is the relinquishment of judgment. It says I don't know what this is, and you know when you when you when you stop thinking, you know it. It simply just reveals itself. For me, this simply, simply, simply having an empty, no no thoughts, and it it, it came from the Holy Spirit. Judgment. I don't have to believe this thought. This thought is making me suffer. This thought is making me sad. This thought is hurting me. This thought is attacking me. This thought is hurting or attacking someone else. Because that's all that judgment does. It is intolerant and accepting and loving and accepting and loving and accepting and loving and gentle and kind. (laughs) Oh. Slicing and Dicing God's Reality I'd rather Much rather be one and whole and complete Thank you I love you and um, Have a joyful day No need to suffer
3: Oh, thank you so much That was good, thank you
6: I love all the words in the lesson about home and storehouse of treasures, holy ground. My ground zero is peace and love, and everything comes out of that beneficence and the light and the warmth and the care and the charity and the love from which he looks upon the world, that that's bringing heaven to earth, that we all have heaven within us, that heaven is that complete communication between us and everything that is us, that there is no in-between, there is nothing separate or different, that we are all the same in, in spirit and holy and, and pure in the one mind of God. Somebody stop me now.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs>
6: I'm not
3: going to stop you. <laughs> Thank you.
6: Oh, one other funny thing that I loved in in the lesson in paragraph five, and it says Christ's vision is the bridge between the worlds, the the world of perception, and it talks about um, things seeming quite solid here are merely shadows in the real world. That um, idea of boxing our shadows—that we're we're bodies, but we're really—they're not solid at all. They're just. Images in the mind that are shadows um, that we see our ourselves dimly through those dark glasses that um, Chris was referring to. Let's take off our Gucci's. <laughs> I love that. That so we're bodies shadow boxing each other here. Illusions fighting illusions. It's something that's really made me laugh lately, and in helping taking taking away um, the solidity and the. the the certainty of the egos um, perceiving this world as real, that it's merely transitory and transparent in its experience, and this too will pass. Anything that's changing or temporary is not who we are, that we are the changelessness, the holy light that projects all of this uh, onto the image, the, the great projection that is the world as the Course puts it. Here I go again. I'll be quiet. Thank you.
3: You never have to be quiet. That was great. I love it. Thank you. Don't be quiet.
6: <laughs> it's funny. And Missing Lori, she's, things she said to me are coming alive, and in me, and that's part of what I'm sharing. the um shadow boxing idea that's something she lit lit up in me. so thank you for encouraging me
3: Oh, thank you.
6: I'm seeing with this light, the light has come, I've forgiven the world, Um, that it comes from Christ's vision, it comes from accepting the atonement, the the perfect atonement, the perfect love that is God's. It's not mine. It doesn't come from Judy. It couldn't possibly. I'm just not big enough. I'm too little enough. I'm too nothing. Um, It has to come from my acceptance and recognition and and knowing that Christ is in me that the Christ mind is the only part is it's, it's, it's my mind that is real and and nothing outside of that is real that anything outside of that is nothing um, so that's important for me to remember today that identification with the capital the cap- capitalized identity that I share, that sharing is heaven. Um, heaven is is complete and it's sharing its completion. There's nothing separate. What, what is one is the same and and can't be different and, and cannot have separate parts. I don't know why I keep saying that over and over. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes my heart sing. That's all, folks. The end. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Thank you.
8: (laughs) Thank you, Judy.
4: Hello?
0: I
8: can't hear you very well.
9: Hey, Ida. Wendy and Bryce, we're driving, so we may be in and out, but I thought we'd check in, see how everybody's doing.
8: Cool. Hi, Wendy and Bryce. You're driving?
9: Yeah, We're uh, heading from Georgia up to Virginia.
8: Oh, cool. My home shape.
9: <laughs>
3: That's right. Hi, Wen. Hi, Wen. It's Fran. Hi, Bryce. Hey, Fran.
9: Yes. Nice to
3: hear from you. Oh,
9: yeah. It's good to hear your voices.
3: Yeah.
8: Wendy, how's the smoke up there? <laughs>
9: You know, so far we don't have too much uh evidence of smoke. Oh good. Uh, but apparently New Jersey does. Uh Georgia, not so much.
8: Oh, Virginia has some too. I talked to my mom yesterday or the day before. Uh-huh. Yeah. So be prepared, okay?
9: Yeah. How about you, Brand? Yeah, you getting it, Fran? Um, I don't
3: I don't know, I can't tell. Can't tell? It just looks cloudy. It just looks kinda cloudy. You, know? you have a, a I don't think we have much. I don't think we have much, but I don't, don't know. Do you have
8: an air pollution alert?
3: What?
8: You have a an air pollution alert?
3: Um not exactly an alert. Just a warning. Oh.
9: I've had a couple of friends send me um, pictures of the sunset, or the sun in the sky, where it looks like a bright red dot in the middle of a gray haze, eerie looking.
3: Wow, that sounds weird.
9: Yeah,
8: I saw that. Wendy, were you guys in Georgia told to stay inside?
9: I'm having a hard time hearing a little bit, but I think you asked if we've been in Georgia this whole time, and yes, we've been all all uh, winter and, well, we were in Florida for 10 days in February, but the rest of the time we've been in Georgia.
8: Well, were you told to stay inside in Georgia?
9: No, no, no.
8: Oh, good. I guess you're far enough south, you know? Yeah. You know, we're getting a little bit over here. I can tell because even though there's no visible smoke, my lungs are more irritated, excuse me, than usual. Uh-huh.
6: uh-huh. Yeah.
1: I've been so, sneezing the last few days, like
9: something weird. Bryce says he's been sneezing the last <clears throat> few days, like something's weird.
8: Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I just fuss you all over there and... I'm really sorry that happened and I don't believe it was accidental. I read, I saw on Twitter that the fires were started all at the same time time they started. So anyway, (laughs) because it, in some level it doesn't really matter how it started, you know.
2: So what's
9: the lesson today?
8: I give the miracles I have received.
9: Well, that's a good one. Thanks.
8: Yeah, you're welcome. Great to hear your voice again. Yeah.
6: Hi, Wendy. Hi, Bryce. It's Jude. Can you tell hey, me what's Jude. The... Hi, guys. Godspeed. Can you tell me what's not a miracle? Say it again, Judy. Can you tell me what is not a miracle? What is not a miracle?
9: <laughs> There's a song that we used to sing oh, yeah. in Unity, Unity that Yeah, everything is holy now. We're spread out, but now I see that everything's a miracle. God is tucked into the grass and hiding in the trees and right in the Guy next to me, and everywhere you look, the seamless garment of God's love everywhere.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. Thank
6: you. Yes. Thank you. I discovered that song, Holy Now. It's just, it's my new favorite song. Everything is holy now. <laughs> Yeah, it's a beautiful
0: song.
6: <laughs> I was going to ask you, um, in, in your your extensive um, investigation, how 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 is it you discern what what is not true from what is true?
9: Well, <laughs> Bryce says you're hooking me. <laughs> I would say, you know, is there love in it? Or is
1: there not
9: love? Or is, does it seem, does it appear that there isn't love? And then that's just an idea that can be dismissed, so that love is recognized as everything Everyone, all the time, everywhere.
8: Like that movie, everything, everywhere, all the time. <laughs> How about you,
9: uh, Judy? What's your
6: uh, my take barometer on it? For, for truth? Yeah, my take on it is it's it, that ideas do not leave my source. That. Um, if i'm if I'm perceiving something as not good i'm 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 the one that um has separated my goodness from myself that i i'm looking on it in a way that's not true that it it's it's my perception of it that's not true
7: mm-hmm. that chris <laughs> Yeah, I touched the whole You're button. I'm trying. I'm working on this. Speaking <laughs> of try, trying and working on something, I have um, a little insight that I want to share, and I think I shared this with this group at one point about the Karate Kid, where he was practicing. What the master was teaching him through putting on paint up and down, wax on, wax off. And after a while, he got frustrated and said, "Come on, you, that, this isn't karate. this isn't what I want." Um, and then, And then the, the master started mm, throwing punches, kicks just like the ego, this is symbolic of the ego, by the way, and he blocked every single one. And I, too, have been in that place where I've said to God, come on, I'm doing so much forgiveness, I'm doing so much seeing differently, uh, mm-hmm. meditating. When am I going to get the good stuff? When am I going to feel more loving, more joyous, more peaceful? What is all this? Well, what God was doing was training my mind when the ego shows up to allow it to pass and give it over. And really mm, showing me how to master my mind in daily meditation and daily lessons and things like that. So keep the faith, keep the practice going, and uh, keep on giving miracles or wax on, wax off. I'm complete.
6: Thank you, Chris.
0: Thank you, Chris. And... uh haven't really been absent, but I have been awake for oh, wow, around like 28 hours, I think, now. Um, so, uh, I little a little trouble negotiating some of this, but let me perform my duty first. Uh, welcome, Bro- <laughs> Wendy and Bryce. And uh, I... I think you guys you can all catch up on the after call. So let me do a little little closing action here on this section. This is just a very sweet, just very sweet section. Um, speaking as it does the the simplicity of salvation and what the atonement is. This is also winding up, about to move into Chapter 15, where uh, a large focus of that whole chapter is the Holy Incident. And I think in a way this, this section is, describes the condition of the Holy Incident. Um, And, uh, you know, the holy instant is, uh, <laughs> it's always now. It, uh, it's not not in the past. It doesn't come from the past. But the past is gone. And any past instance where the holy instant wasn't claimed, they're gone, but they've gone into the past, which is us is just gone. <laughs> and so there's always the fresh chance to recognize the present, uh, where this capital P, present, must be in the present. And so from this section... The presence knows they will return they we (laughs) the presence knows we will return to purity and to grace. The presence of holiness lives in everything that lives for holiness created life and leaves not what it created. It's totally as holy as itself, meaning again the presence. And uh see if I can find it here. The uh Yeah, Um <clears throat> this presence, this and in the holy instant, which is always present. And so from 15.5, the holy instant is this one and everyone, the one you want it to be, it is. Would you learn how perfect and immaculate is the holy altar on which your Father has placed himself, I add, within you? This you will recognize in the holy instant in which you willingly and gladly give over every plan but his, for there lies peace. Perfectly clear, because you have been willing to meet its conditions. You can claim the Holy Instant at any time and anywhere you want it. Use the Holy Instant only, use it only to recognize that you alone cannot know where it is. You could live forever in the Holy Instant, beginning now and reaching to eternity, but for a very simple reason do not obscure the simplicity of this reason. The simple reason, simply stated, is this. The holy instant is a time in which you receive and give perfect communication. Say it another way. The holy instant is a time in which you receive and give communication of perfection. But this means however, it, excuse me. Ah, This means however, that it is a time in which your mind is open both to receive and give. It is the recognition that all minds are in communication Already. Now. <laughs> okay. The necessary condition for the holy instant does not require that you have no thoughts which are not pure, but it does require that you have none that you would keep. The holy innocence is not of your making. That goes from ah, first paragraph of our today's reading. It is given you the instant you would have it. Let the Holy Spirit's purity shine away everything else but the present and bring all your awareness to the readiness for the purity that is offered in the present. Thus, will He make you ready to acknowledge that you Thus will we make you ready to acknowledge that you are host to God and hostage to no one and nothing. Thank you all very much for being here. It's been an honor and a real blessing to today. Thank you.
6: Thanks, Thanks, LeMoyne. Beautiful.
7: Thank you, LeMoyne. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, LeMoyne. Thank you, LeMoyne.